0: Hello and welcome to Fat Free Film. I'm your host Joel Marshall and I'm up here at the Seattle Film Festival and I am lucky enough to be sitting here with Beth Barrett. We're out in front of a place called Joe's Joe's Bar. It's a coffee joint. Strangely enough, we're in Seattle at a coffee joint. Um, Beth Barrett, for those of you who may not know, is the um, Senior Program Director? Programming Manager. Programming Manager for the Seattle Film Festival. and. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Good. Um, My first question for you is, how did you end up being a program manager for the Seattle Film Festival?
1: A lot of luck, hard work, and really good timing. I um, actually volunteered with SIP for a couple of years, and then was lucky enough to be hired on to work on the publications, the catalog, and the forums guide, and the times guide, and that sort of thing did that for a couple of years and was just sort of in the right place when they needed somebody to do this job.
0: Great. So the, it's called SIF, which is the Seattle International Film, film festival. festival, S-I-F-F. And I've seen it all over town. It must be the way um, it's known here. Yeah, now. absolutely. SIF. An um, in international film festival. What makes a film festival international?
1: Uh, well, we, this year we have films representing 62 countries. Mm. Um, in in our four hundred and eighteen films from sixty two countries,
0: and there's been a focus on Danish films. is There that right? has,
1: there has. We've had a we've had a great Danish spotlight this year. Um, the Danes have consistently made great work, uh, but here in America, we really only know them in terms of the uh, Dogma ninety five and Lars von Trier, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. But really they've done such amazing breadth of work there's romantic comedy there's there obviously there is dogma and that's it's good stuff that dogma but there's you know animation romantic comedy documentary they're just they're really broad reaching and they've got such great governmental support um, with the Danish Film Institute that uh, the the young up and coming directors are actually able to take a lot of chances with their films and their filmmaking so we're really seeing a, a, a surge in, um, in quality and quantity coming out of Denmark right now. What
0: are some of the, the good ones that I should see if, if I want to go see a Danish film?
1: Uh, Adam's Apples. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Was really, really good. <laughs> we have an advocate and over a here. Soap. A Soap. A Soap. Yes. Pernille for sure. Christiansen's yeah. A Soap. Are One you the, uh... a festival film goer? Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, That's why I'm here waiting you're on the show called Fat-Free Film, which is a little audio podcast about filmmaking. Yes, thank you for uh, joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say your name? My
2: name is Carol Duke.
0: Carol Duke. This is Carol Duke. She's a, um, a f- an avid filmgoer at yeah. the Seattle Film, the Festival. Film Festival. I think that that's one of the things that makes the Seattle International Film Festival, I don't want to say unique, but special, is that there are, it's a lot of, There are a lot of people in the community that come to see the film. Absolutely, and the houses are packed with people that just love seeing films.
1: Absolutely, our um,
0: as the garbage truck goes by,
1: (laughs) our audiences are um, ninety-five percent local. Uh, We get hundred and sixty thousand entry people coming through every year, Um, and with a few with a few notable exceptions, like the final weekend, which a lot of the industry um, comes in. They're local. They're people within our community and within our area who have come to see something that they might not see at a multiplex or they might not ever see somewhere else ever again because it doesn't get distribution. And um, they're smart. They're courageous audiences. They pick a theater sometimes and just say, I'm at the Harvard exit today, and I'm going to see whatever comes next. If that's a documentary about an Estonian sheep farmer, so be it. I'll learn more about Estonian (laughs) sheep farmers than I ever needed to know. But, you know, they just, they're like, "All right, that's what I'm going to learn about today. And, and they really, we are, we are such an audience festival. We really are. Great audiences. Our Q&As
2: are amazing.
0: Would you say that Oh, the Q&A is at the end of the film.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they really give you a lot of insight into what was really going on while the film was being made that you would not already know and really change you so much how you do
0: the film. Wow, so she was saying that um, a lot. Of, in case you couldn't hear her, that, uh, that the questions in the Q&A are a lot more about like how they made the film and more in-depth questions than how did you learn all those lines or right, something like so, that and
2: also if it's a documentary a lot of times it's about the people that were part of the film and mm-hmm. how they became part of the film like a small town uh, gay bar
1: small town gay bar yeah
2: that was the, the people that were involved in that were wonderful yeah and when the Q&A was really nice to hear what was going on with them and all that stuff yeah their uh,
1: audiences ask the 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 smartest questions I get that a lot from the directors that come through they're like Nobody's ever asked me that before. Yeah. It's, a, well, you know, our audiences, they're watching. They're thinking about it, and, and they're paying attention.
0: Wow. How many um, films have you seen at the festival?
2: Fifteen. Fifteen this year? Yeah. Wow. And what was your favorite film? Well, Adam's Apple certainly was one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a wonderful film. And there was a very good documentary. I can't pronounce the name of it. It was a Korean-Japanese film, a young lady who was oh. Korean. japan Young.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Her... It was about the Koreans who were in Japan and how some of their family members went back to North Korea. And of course, once you go back to North Korea, you don't get out. And how her mother sent care packages for many, 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 well, continued to send them over to her brothers to help with the family and stuff. It was really interesting, the interaction, because the father and mother were really wonderful. and It was very, very interesting.
0: Thank you very much.
2: And I will oh. say about the audiences, I live on the Hill. I only go to the theaters I can walk to. I so that's
0: a, that's another thing about the Seattle Film Festival. It's oh, what was the name of that film, by the way?
1: Uh, Dear Pyongyang. Yeah.
0: Dear Pyongyang. Pyongyang. Okay, um, that it is kind of spread out. The film festival. It I is. know it's at the Neptune Theater, which is mm-hmm. over in the University District. It's uh, up on Capitol Hill. There are two venues. Three, except, three venues.
1: Three venues. And then also down downtown. downtown. In the Pacific Place, and then this year we also crossed the water to Lincoln Square in Bellevue. Oh, yeah, that's what I understand. So, Um, and also
0: it's spread out as far as the time period. Well, I was just mm -hmm. talking to someone uh, about the fact that when you come to the Seattle Film Festival, if you're from out of town, you see a different film festival than from somebody who maybe came at the beginning or in the middle or whatever. Because
1: with a 25 day film festival, if you choose, you know, if you're, you're coming in from out of town for four or five days, you have a very specific film festival experience, um, which is different than, than somebody who lives in town, who can see, say, like, Carol, 15 movies over 25 days, and so it becomes more a part of your just everyday existence, like, oh, I'll just see what's on at SIF, mm-hmm. and I'll go there instead of going to, you know, the multiplex to see the breakup. Right. I'm going to go see Dear Pyongyang. Um, and I think that that is what is really one of our strongest points is that we that we do offer that alternative.
0: Um, and as a programmer, mm-hmm. what do you look for in a film for the Seattle Film Festival? It is
1: always, always, always the story. It is always the story. Um, you know, uh, we've all seen it. You know, huge, big budget, big budget, and it looks beautiful, but the story is insipid, and you walk away from that going, "Yeah, it looked nice, but." You know, what What? What was there to it? But then you you also go and you see um, something that is really low budget, you know, no actors of note or anything like that, but the story is just absolutely compelling. And you walk away from that thinking, that was a beautiful movie.
0: I saw a great one last night called Quincinera. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. definitely fulfills all those uh, attributes.
1: Exactly. And it so was
0: moving. You know, I, I saw it, I, I was kind of tired, I... T- you had a whole day of traipsing about, and I went to see this movie, and I mean, it really moved
1: me. Yeah, yeah, and and again, no actors' of note really, mm-hmm. um, and you know, a lot of young actors, uh, some young directors. They've done they've done a few other things, but really, this is their big their big jump into the into the foray, and it was it was really a love letter to their neighborhood that they lived in, so they knew all these people in yeah, Echo Park, yeah, uh, in Los Angeles, and it was. You know, the
0: actors were really great, too. I mean, there some really nice acting yeah. in there. And the storytelling, it was really wonderful. Um, so let's say that someone makes a film, and they're, they're trying to get it into film festivals, because yeah. it's such a big thing these days to get them into film festivals. Get yeah. your film, And if you spend all this money on uh, making a film, you want to kind of have an eye towards where it's going to go. Would you say that different film festivals... Um, have different genres that they appreciate more, or would you should you focus? Should you say, I'm making this film, and when I uh, submit it to film festivals, you kind of have to choose. You have to say, Well, I'm going to submit to this one and that one. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Um, um, would you say, first of all, mm-hmm. are film festivals different as far as the kinds of films they like? Yes, yes. Uh, what kinds of films? Do, does the Seattle Film Festival like, besides story, um, what other things,
1: attributes, do they like? Well, see, we we get the advantage of being so long, uh-huh. one, and that while we love premieres, mm-hmm. absolutely adore them, like we're world premiering, um, Jordan Albertson's The Standard right now. Uh-huh. Um, we don't require them, and that can... Alter the way a film festival puts itself out there. For example, Sundance, uh, Sundance Tron Tron Tribeca. Mm-hmm. Really, they want premieres. They want U.S., North American, or world premieres. So, if
0: you had a film and you you premiered it someplace yeah. else, you might not be able to get you into one of these other You movies. might
1: not be eligible. Now you might, and, and they do they do break that that general trend a lot. But on the whole, they they do. And obviously, Sundance is known for its um, American cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a great, a great place to um, to see new American film. Um, it's also a market, so there's a whole different atmosphere to it. Um, and then Tribeca, the same way. Up. Tribeca likes a lot of, you know, obviously New York shot, New York based film, um, which you, is terrific. Do you go trolling to other film festivals for we films? We do. Mm-hmm. We do. As a as a team, we go all around the world. There are ten of us on the programming team, and in this last year. We've gone to um, Los Angeles a couple of times, to Palm Springs, to Berlin, to Rotterdam, to Karlovy Vary, to Hungarian Critics Week, to Melbourne, to Wellington, to Victoria, to Vancouver, to Clermont-Ferrand. Um, wow. I know, I know that we've gone Sounds great. more Gothenburg, When Paris. a film
0: <laughs> comes in, so let's, let's say somebody submits their film, what's the process that it goes through? right?
1: Um, it gets checked in by me, and then it goes to a team of screeners, who watch the film twice, and decide if um, if it's something that that a programmer ought to take a look at. Does that mean two people watch it? Two once? different people. Two different people watch it mm-hmm. um, to make sure, because um, you know, in in the in, this is the real world, and we all have things that we like and don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have biases. Uh, which is not a bad thing actually it's a good thing because it allows us to really be able to really like something that we that we like um, and so we try to eliminate that sort of oh I don't like romantic comedy so you know but somebody else really might like romantic comedy it might be a really great film it might be biased against it um, so we try to eliminate that by having it go through two two screeners how do you choose those screeners they are people that we work with. Sometimes they're, you know, employees of SIF um, on during the festival in a different capacity, say a venue manager or um, somebody that works in print traffic, um, who then sort of make that jump into um, watching a lot of movies. And they watch a lot of movies. I bet. I we mean, got how? We got <laughs> 2,500 submissions last year. Oh my goodness! And um, and, and these people and,
0: will sit and just watch these movies like all day. They'll watch a movie yep. one after another.
1: Yep yep they do and then and that's not counting the programmers and so once it goes through that that group of people if um, if there's uh, you know enough to be said for it to get to the next level um, then a programmer watches it and then we, we have weekly programming meetings and then if a programmer really likes it then another programmer watches it so often a film that goes through the submission process like you know the the over the transom, um, film will often, by the time it gets to the screen here, have been seen by five different people. And
0: the programmers—how do you choose them? Are they from the same pool of people that have worked on the CI? Um,
1: yeah, on a, lo- a lot. of us. A lot of us have worked for SIF for a number of years. Uh, people that are that are programmers bring a unique vision of what they want. We have definitely programmers that are stronger in a certain subsection. Like we have a music programmer. Uh, Documentaries about uh, for our face the music documentaries, and we have a programmer who is really very strong and very knowledgeable about <laughs> Central and Eastern European film, and so that that's what she really brings to the table. We all bring different skills to the table and different, um, you know, our different likes and dislikes.
0: Okay, so um, we don't have much time, I'm going to ask you some real nuts and bolts okay. questions. Is it better to submit your film early or later in the uh, submission process?
1: It's a very good question. In the middle. In the middle? Yes. Okay. If, if it gets in too late, um, you know, right toward the end, there's this daunting mountain of, um, of films. Oh, really? Um, and we watch all of them. We absolutely do. But, by you know, by that point, we're watching them nonstop. If you get it in the middle, we're not watching films nonstop quite as, you know, quite as speedily.
0: Um is it so more likely that my film's going to get in if I call my friend Adam Sandler? Not that he's a friend of mine, <laughs> but if I were to call Adam Sandler and say, hey, would you call the Seattle Film Festival and say, and vouch for me? Is it easier to get in? Not easier
1: to get in. Um, I, mm, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a funny thing. Um, sometimes it's, it's, it's not easier to get in. It's easier to be paid attention to. If that, if that makes sense. It's, somebody is going to pick that out of a stack. But t- you wouldn't go... at home knowing what that title is. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, you know, you go to the library and there's this huge library full of books. But if somebody that you know has told you, oh, you should read this book, mm-hmm. not saying you, you are going to need to like this book and make sure that this book gets, you know, onto the, you know, the sales table and really? goes... You know, you should, you know, I like this book, you should, you should read this book. It's more likely that that name recognition is going to stick in your mind.
0: And is, is that the same if I have Adam Sandler in my movie?
1: Or somebody it, like that? No, because, no. <laughs> Actually, that's not really, because um, the way our library works is, is we really only have the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, the programmers don't see the cast list before they pick them out. So they pick them out just kind of randomly. What if I get a PR person...
0: And have them kind of try and pester you guys to make it happen. Does that help?
1: Um, it can help to a certain extent in mm-hmm. terms of getting the name out there, um, and then it can cross the level into hurting.
0: It, yeah, there is a possibility where it could hurt. Yeah. Like if, if if I submitted my uh, film and like called you guys up every day and said, "Did yeah. you get
1: it? Did you get it?" Yeah, um, that it. would be that. A that can be a little annoying. It yeah. Be
0: like I'm not even going to watch that film. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, we we still watch it. We
0: still watch it. <laughs> good. So they're always watched. <laughs> yep. Good. Um, Maybe okay, like so now we're at the section because we're gonna, I'm going to have to let you get on to um, the next like thing that this. you're doing, but um, we're at the point like called this. film bites. Yes. Where we come up with something that's but you know a filmmaker can use yes, a little bit of information. No.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: And um, do you have a film bite that you can give our listeners?
1: Yeah, if you're a short filmmaker, make it under 15 minutes. Oh, that's um, good. Really, there are very few films no. that short films really? that need to be longer than 15 minutes. I mean, obviously, if it's 17, 18, yeah, it's OK. But 27 minutes is is too long for a short film to be considered short. Um, and if you've got that much really great quality, mm-hmm. take a little more time. Take another year. Develop it into a feature. Um, or pick one part out of it that really works for you. It's um, It's hard to program a half hour short. Exactly.
0: If your film is not quite finished, is it better to wait until next year to submit it, or is it is a rough cut acceptable?
1: It is actually better to wait until it's finished. Um, it depends on what's not finished. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's a really rough cut, that can be hard, because mm-hmm. then when you submit the, the final cut, um, then that same person watches it again, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, can, it can just be difficult. It can be challenging logistically. Um, But it is better to wait until you have a product that you are actually really proud of and that you consider a finished product.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to give my film bite. It's just from listening to Beth. um, And I'm just going to... This might be a reiteration of another film bite, but it's story, story, story. Always very important when you're going to make a film. Have a good story. Yes. Uh, If you start with that...
1: If you start with that then a lot of things fall into place. Can it can, uh, it gives you a lot more leeway in, on the technical side. You can, it can be a little lower budget. It can be shot on, you know, not on 35 millimeter. It can be shot on, on mini DV or, or, um, you know, a, a lot of this new technology though, it looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, really A lot does. of the new
1: cameras. They, they look like 35 million. It's getting
0: either. better and better. But uh, I guess the thing that differentiates between, because it's it's getting easier and easier to actually make a film, mm. but the thing that differentiates uh, uh, you from the rest of the pack is how good your story is. It's how good your story, good
1: your story is. is and how well you tell it. Yep. All right, thanks, Beth. It's you're very, very welcome, nice Joel. meeting you. And thank it's you for having you me too. here at
0: the Seattle Film Festival. Uh, very happy National you're film here. Festival. Thank you. And uh, thank you also for joining us. For inviting me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> And uh, we will see you next week on Fat-Free Film. If you have any questions for me or any of our guests, um, just email me at joel at fatfreefilm.com. See you next week.